I'm going to tell myself to go get the ultrasound. Yeah, the younger uh, yourself. Yeah, right. The ultrasound. Little Charlie. First year Charlie. First year Charlie. Can yeah, you Charlie. go? It's, it looks like a big laptop. Wow. All right, all right. Little Charlie goes and searches for a laptop. I'll see him in 45 days. <laughs> <laughs> Little Charlie is never seen again for the rest of the night. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Emergency Medicine Journal Club podcast. It's a medical education podcast where medical students teach each other about emergency medicine. My name is Armand, and I'm a fourth year going into EM, and I'm joined by my gorgeous co-hosts, Charlie and Kyle. Hey guys, my name's Charlie. I'm a fourth year medical student as well, going into emergency medicine. Hey, I'm Kyle. I'm also a fourth year going into EM, and I would like to congratulate Armand on his first time making it through the intro without... Stumbling on his words. Congratulations, Armand. This is weird because we're all in person for the first time ever. We've never recorded in person, and I feel like this is a strange... I like having a screen in between us, I'll be completely honest. <laughs> Me too. It's, yeah. I just it's don't... Nice. I'm not used to, like, actually looking at you guys, which is why I use the word gorgeous. <laughs> I have nothing else except for uh, in two weeks, we find out what we're going to be for the rest of our lives. The rest of our lives. Is this our wow. first post list? Oh, yeah. yeah. So Rank lists were due. Two days ago. ago. Yeah, two days ago. So. A while ago. <laughs> 36 concept, hours ago. My concept of time is gone, yeah. honestly. It yeah. just gets shuffled around too much because we have like our regular clinical rotations and then time doesn't exist during that. But then you get shifted into like, oh, now you have all the free time in the world. And it's like, I don't understand. There's, yeah. no, there's no in between. Anyway, two weeks, guys. Uh, the format of the podcast is always the same. Oh, wait, do we have any other announcements? Uh, it was Armand's birthday yesterday, so uh, happy yes. birthday, Armand. Happy birthday, Armand. You're I, had to, I had to go to my parents' house. You made it. And they, did the, they do the same thing every year where they give, they get a cake every year, and it's the same cake every year. <laughs> <laughs> it always has fruit on it, and it's like a tres leches, or I don't know. It's some kind of cake. It, it's delicious, but like every year it's like, all right, now sit in front of the cake, kneel in front of the cake while we take a picture of you, and then everybody feed him. <laughs> it's like my mom and dad feeding me on camera and every year it's the same thing where I'm just sitting there going like I'm just doing this for them it's like graduation and I imagine what a wedding is going to be like it's just for them whatever you want <laughs> this is this is it this is all you get because I'm going to feel guilty if I don't let you do this for one day out of the year anyway the format of this podcast is the same as it's always been it'll be Kyle this time walking me and Charlie through a case and uh, we're going to try and get through it with our collective dignity and honor intact. It's so weird having you in the space because you're just, I could touch you if I wanted to. I'm not going to, though. Anyway, hopefully by the end of this, the patient is going to be alive and, and all this is going to end well. But if not, at least we're going to learn something. We have some goals on this podcast. They are number one, to not touch each other or our faces. To number two, learn one new thing. Number three, for that thing to be about emergency medicine, and I don't know if I said there's uh, three goals, but there's actually four on this one, and then four is to have some fun. That's it, Kyle. All right, guys. It is 8 p.m. You're on your emergency medicine rotation, and your resident tells you to go see the patient that just came back to bed 24. Triage note says she is a 22-year-old female who has a headache. Pregnancy test. Hello. Uh, this is Nurse Barb. <laughs> I'll go get you your pregnancy test. So when did the headache start? Oh yeah, we should walk to the room. We're walking. We're going to the room. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do we see? Uh, here, Nurse smell, Barb, ABCs, I don't know. I don't know when the headache started. You should go see her. Nurse Barb, thank you for talking to us. We're not going to abruptly turn around and go to the patient's room. Okay. How does How does um, the patient look when we walk in? All right, you walk in and she is lying in bed with a blanket over her. She's turned towards the wall because she's in that little kind of corner room. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like she might be trying to sleep. Hello. Hello. Okay, airways intact. Okay. <laughs> what are her B's and C's look like? Just on 
initial. I'll just go and give it to you. Triage vitals. Temperature was 99.1. Pulse 90. BP 112 over 76. Respiratory rate 14. O2 set 100. ABCs are all good. Great. Do we smell anything weird? I know it sounds really dumb. But um, like... I mean, the, the ED general smell. You know, the guy in uh, bed 22... So Maybe peed on the floor, but feet and pee. Okay. Yeah. So what brings what brings her in today? I just had a headache all day. Okay. Did it start today? Yeah, like eleven ish this morning. Did anything happen around eleven that you think might have caused it? No, just kind of started. It just started like right away, abrupt, or like did it come on kind of slow? I mean, it started like it was just kind of a light, like a kind of normal headache, and then it's just gotten worse throughout the day. Have you ever had a headache like this before? Uh, a few times in the past. Okay. And it felt, like, as bad as it does right now? Or is this worse? This one's maybe a little worse, but it feels similar. Okay. What do you typically take for headaches? I tried Tylenol at, like, 11 or 12 when it started, but it didn't help a whole lot, and it's just been getting worse, which is why I came to the hospital. Do you Have you had any changes in your vision? I mean, I can still see fine. The lights kind of hurt, though. Okay. Any nausea? Yeah, a little bit. Have you vomited at all? No, just nausea. Did that start with the headache this morning? It, it started pretty soon after, and it's kind of been getting... It got worse at like 3 or 4 this afternoon. It's not as bad now. I've been sipping on my ginger ale for the past hour or so. Do you take any medication? I take a prenatal vitamin. Is there a reason why you're taking the prenatal vitamin specifically? I'm pregnant. You're pregnant. Okay, how, how many weeks pregnant are you? 17. 17. I'm glad we got that pregnancy test. Yeah, yeah, yeah well done. Yeah. <laughs> what if she's not pregnant? 22-year-old female with a headache that started this morning. She's mm-hmm. had headaches like this before. Mm-hmm. Um, she's 17 weeks pregnant. 17 weeks pregnant. Sorry, that's a very big thing for the <laughs> history. No meds other than prenatal vitamins. Okay. Have you seen your ob Have you had your normal um, pre- prenatal visits? I'm scheduled for one in a week or two, I think. Okay. Have you ha- had an ultrasound yet? No. Okay. How do you how do you know that you're pregnant? I took a test at home. Okay. When was that? Seventeen weeks ago. Seventeen weeks ago. Okay. Okay. We're just gonna have the ultrasound on uh, on hold. Yeah. Okay. Uh, med student, can you go or other meds? Oh, we are med students. We are you, med students. Uh, uh, we can we can get other. I'm gonna med tell students. myself to go get the ultrasound. Yeah, the younger uh, yourself. The, yeah, right. The ultrasound. Little Charlie. First year Charlie. First year Charlie. Can yep, you Charlie. go? It's. It looks like a big laptop. All right, all right. Little Charlie goes and searches for a laptop. I'll see him in forty-five days. <laughs> <laughs> Little Charlie is never seen again for the rest of the night. Okay. All right. Well, I think yes. We got the urine. So we're doing the urine preg. Yep. Nurse Nurse Barb brought you your ultrasound machine because oh, she's so kind. Nurse Barb. Couldn't and, find the meds. And she though, knew so. that little Charlie would not <laughs> successfully find it. Okay, all right. What do we have so far? Um, all right, so we got a history. So any changes in your diet or in the last day, last two days? Um, no, I mean, I haven't eaten a lot today just because I've been a little nauseous okay. and the headache. Um, so I've mostly just had this ginger ale, but mm-hmm. I've been eating fine. Is this your first pregnancy? Yeah. Okay. How old are you? Sorry, 22? 22. 22. We got a couple questions for you real quick. I'm going to get to social if you want to cover anything else. Any surgeries before? No. Okay, any hospital stays before? No. Okay, and uh, have you been in any traumas recently, like a big fall or hit your head at all? No. Okay. Do you have any other medical problems? 
Nope. Any allergies at all? No. And you just take the prenatal vitamin? Yes. Okay. Any other supplements? Nope. All right, these are just questions we ask everybody. We never asked your name. What's your name? My name is Laverne. Okay, Laverne, these are questions we ask everybody. Uh, first up, real quick. When was My your name last... is Laverne again. Last name again. Okay, Laverne again. <laughs> when was your last menstrual period? 17 or 18 weeks ago, whenever... I guess a little before I took that pregnancy test. Like, I was a, I was a week late, so I took the test. So I guess it was, I don't know, whenever before that. Okay. And have you had any abnormal discharge or bleeding since then? No. Okay. And is this the first time that you're going to go see your OB-GYN in the next couple of days? Or yeah. uh, have you seen them before? I haven't had an appointment yet. Okay, so your next visit is your first one? Yes. Gotcha. Have you seen a doctor since you've gotten pregnant? No. Okay. Do you smoke at all? No. Or use any other tobacco products? No. Vaping, e-cigarettes, anything like that? No. no. Uh, any alcohol? No. Any recreational drugs? Stuff like heroin, cocaine, marijuana? I used to smoke weed, but I haven't since I got pregnant. Okay. Do you have a partner? Yeah, my boyfriend. Okay. Are you guys sexually active? Yeah, I'm pregnant. Are you sexually active with anyone else uh, other than your boyfriend? No. Okay. I was going to ask to use protection. I feel like... No. I can I'm assume. pregnant. Yeah. No, I think it's fair. Yeah. You know, it's worthy to, to approach it in a way where this could be an unintended or intended pregnancy. So yeah. yeah. I think it's fair to ask generally, you know. Yeah. Um, I guess that's an important question. Is this a pregnancy that was intended? Did you want to get pregnant? Yeah. Okay. All right. And do you feel safe at home? Yes. Do you feel safe with your boyfriend? Yes. Okay. Very. Do you have a history of any STIs or um, sexually transmitted infections? No. Don't use too many acronyms. Does your boyfriend have a history of that? Do you know? I don't think so. Have you ever been tested before? No. That's a better question. That's a good question. Okay. And uh, what do you do for a living? I don't work. Okay. Tell me a little bit about your living situation. I just live at home with my boyfriend. So, in summary, you've got a 22-year-old G0 or G... Yeah. G0. Wait, no, G1. No, G1 P0, P0. Yeah. With no relevant past medical history except for some intermittent headaches. Yep. Oh, Laverne, can, can you tell us, have you been having these headaches since you've been pregnant, or had, did you have them before then? Um, I've had some, like, for, like, years, okay. like, headaches like this. Okay. And you typ- you said you typically take Tylenol for those? I tried Tylenol. I've, like, come to the ER before for them. Okay. Um, if they get really bad. Sometimes I just like to kind of just go to my room, turn the lights off, and lay in bed until it passes okay what's worked for you in the past just that like if tylenol doesn't work i just kind of lay down in my bedroom with the lights off okay you know what they've given you here in the er before i have no idea okay all right what are the things that we are most scared about my thinking was like originally subarachnoid hemorrhage yeah i feel like it doesn't sound like that no really and then what other dangerous things with headache so not pregnant because I know with pregnancy, when you add yeah, pregnancy, okay, I, I was going to say, yeah, like, like not pregnancy is like subarachnoid hemorrhage, and that's really all like increased intracranial pressure. Yeah. I mean, she said she had a little bit of dizziness, a little nausea. She's 22 years old, mm-hmm. so you know we could be thinking, you know, like a female heart attack can come in different ways. It's right? not a bad idea. I'm just thinking like Barbara, you'd like an EKG. Hmm? EKG, please. Thank you. Great. Her vitals seem really solid. There's not a lot that's ringing huge alarm bells for me, yeah. to be honest. I would want to. I would want to run that blood pressure cuff one more time. Yeah. yeah, you get a whole new set of vitals. The temperature has spiked to ninety nine point two. I knew this would happen if we asked you for this. The pulse 
has spiked from 90 to 91. I can 91. see you smiling, so it's going to all be the same. <laughs> the BP... Just get, get on with it. ...has elevated from 112 over 76 to 113 over 77. Her respiratory rate is up to 15. Okay. And her O2 fat is up to 101%. <laughs> wow. All right, so we're going to shrink down, even go <laughs> into her vessels, and then, yeah. Her O2 is still at 100%. What about the rest of the vitals, Kyle? Virtually the same. Okay, all right, thank yeah. you. All right, pregnancy. You check the blood pressure on the other arm, too, and it's the same. Your urine pregnancy test is back, and it's positive. Have you noticed any blood in your in your urine or in your stool? No. Okay, any diarrhea at all recently? No. Okay. I'd uh, still want to get a urine urinalysis yeah. on that urine sample we already have from her if you don't mind yeah barb. thank of, you nurse barb of course anything for you too so nice. i'll give it to little charlie to run down to the lab uh, did we find yeah. him we found him i'm imagining a you just small <laughs> like a hobbit sized charlie <laughs> and poor him we're sending him down to the lab so he's definitely gone now <laughs> But I'm imagining your voice just higher pitched. Can we do that on the? Can you put that in? Just edit like little Charlie going around. Me, like okay, I'll take this to the lab. Do you guys know where the old shot machine is? Okay, all right. Pregnancy. We gotta worry about the pregnancy headache. Pregnancy. I think is you know preeclampsia. Yeah, but she doesn't have her blood pressure's fine, so I'm not so worried about that. Okay. I don't know if there's gonna be more to this than what's here. So what do we rule out? So right, because our biggest concern is preeclampsia. Other than that, pre-eclampsia, pregnancy, like. Benign, well, what is it? Benign intracranial hypertension. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. So we can do like but a. That's benign. We can do our, yeah. you know, thorough neuro exam. Yeah, and a migraine, but that's yeah. one of the common ones. I feel like right, we exactly. should rule out the big guys. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we're not gonna like tap her. No, we just do like a neuro that's, exam, and then I don't want to get a head CT either. On this no, one. no, nothing. We'll just, we'll, is, okay. Well, at this point, what do you? So we're kind of leaning. It sounds like towards migraine. Yeah. Because I know we're not going to get a fundoscope here, so we're not going to be able to assess her. Hey, this is uh, Nurse Barb. I told little Armand to go try to find a fundoscope. By that, I mean I sent little Armand home. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to find a fundoscope. So I'd like to go through the physical exam now. I'd yes. like to start with a neuro exam, please. Sure. Which part do you want to start with? Let's do the cranial nerves. All right, so you check all of her cranial nerves. It is all normal except when you're checking her pupillary reflexes she kind of blinks a lot and tries to turn her head away okay and she says it's a little irritating when you shine that light in her eyes any nystagmus at all no okay any sense of vertigo no okay what's your mental status she's alert and oriented times eight thousand great she's omnipotent <laughs> so let's, she is uh, ANO times three or four, whichever you prefer to write in your notes. But what's the rest of her neuro exam? Motor, sensory, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, normal strength throughout, normal sensation throughout. All of her reflexes are normal. So she has some photophobia, and that's it on neuro exam. Mm-hmm. But were her pupil, pupil her pupils are normal? N- yeah. Okay. Nice. Equally around reactive, just sensitive to the light. Got it. Okay. Uh, heart and lungs. Both are normal. Abdominal. Abdominal exam is benign. Can we hear a heartbeat when we put our stethoscope over the huge eye? This. Uh, yes. You can hear fetal heart tones. Can we get a blood glucose on her? It's 105. It's the other thing we could think. It's like gestational diabetes. Yeah. Like, what are the physical exam things that we do? You were saying something. I interrupted you. Oh, no. Oh, uh, I was going to say like a thy- like thyroid exam. I can't Your whole that. neck exam is unremarkable. Unremarkable. Yeah, that's what I figured. Okay. I feel like it's time to do labs. I don't know what other physical exam things I would look for. 
Yeah. Because everything that we have so far, you know, preeclampsia, benign intracranial hypertension, and migraines, none of that is stuff we can get on a physical exam. Yeah, and we know, and there's no dice on the fundoscope, right? Yeah, okay. So let's do, I'd like to do a UTOX along with that UA. And. Yeah, CBC, BMP. You want CMP? BMP is fine. Well, CMP would give us liver. Well, preeclampsia and like help, and we can kind of rule all that out just yeah, that's real quick right. by getting some liver enzymes yeah, in there. Yeah, that's fair. All right. We'll send a CMP. Oh, and let's do our little bedside ultrasound. Take a look at the baby. Yeah. Okay, hello. This is Nurse Barb. I'll draw up your labs. We already ran the urine for a UA and UTOX. Great. Um, just because we, we felt like it. Um, little Charlie actually made it down to the lab and wow. ran all those tests. He told the lab technician the wrong things, actually. And so they just they just did everything because it sounded like he didn't know what he was talking about. It was all normal. UTOX was negative and her UA was clean. Okay, what about the rest, uh, of, the the rest labs? of the labs? You want what else do you want? Uh, CBC, uh, CBC, 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 CMP, CMP. Okay, what else do you want? We should get a beta HCG serum. Sure, we can get a serum one. Because the other thing we can think about is like a molar pregnancy. Oh yeah, true. Um, Anything else you want? So, can we ask her some more questions? Sure. Has she had any night sweats recently? No. Okay. Any changes in her temperature sensitivity? No. Any weight loss recently or weight no. gain? Uh, I think I've gained maybe. A pound or two. Any chest pain or shortness of breath? No. Any pain in either of your legs? No. So let's see. Let's see the results. So would be at okay. CBC, CMP. Did we get anything else? CBC, CMP. I yeah. think that's it. All right. And then B. Yeah, um, All the urine stuff we already got. Yeah, okay. Um, while yeah. your labs are running, you guys ultrasound her belly, mm-hmm. and you see a wonderful beating heart of a fetus. She says, "Can I take a look?" And you say, "Yes." And you show her, and she says, "Wow, that's so cool." And that's all. For the ultrasound. <laughs> what a riveting story. Um, how long was the fetus? And, yeah, how's the fetal heart rate doing? The fetal heart rate is normal. Well, we can we can Greater figure out the age of the... Greater than 100. Yeah. yeah. We can figure out the age of the fetus by looking at fetal length. Uh, femur length. Right? Femur length, yeah. The femur, yeah. the length of the femur in the, fe- yeah. okay. the fetus. Okay, you guys do fetal femur? a very thorough ultrasound of her First fetus. First off, it's an intrauterine pregnancy, uh, right? Okay, yes, yeah, you see important. a fetus inside the uterus with yeah. a beating heart, Perfect. 150 beats per minute, and the fetus appears to be 17 weeks. The labs have come back, and they are all normal, every single one of them. Okay, no, no odd things with her beta HCG? No. It okay. is whatever level a 17-week pregnant woman would be. Okay. I'm feeling <laughs> very fine about this being a migraine. I feel that way as well. What do you want to give her? Or even just attention. What do you want to, Can what you describe you want where to the headache is in your head? It's all over. All around. Okay. Like a hood? Like just everywhere. Everywhere. Have we ruled out all those scary things? I feel like we've ruled out all the scary things. Yeah. Uh, and we looked in her mouth and she doesn't have any like dental abscesses or caries or anything like that. Nope. I don't think she's infected at all. Her, our nice... CBC was normal. Her fever was... Her, her ear exam. What's, what's her ear exam? Yeah. You look in her ears and they appear to be normal. Tympanic membranes are happy as can be. All right, subarachnoid hemorrhage, probably not. Actually, definitely not. Yeah, we yeah. would see some other physical signs in a different, different story. Benign intracranial hypertension, maybe, but like, she's All right, what are we so going to do about that? If it is that and we don't have a fundoscope. So on his way out of the hospital, little Armand actually tripped and fell into the opto intern who's also trying to leave, and he said, hey, can we borrow your fundoscope? My bigger version of myself needs it. And the opto intern says, fine. He brings you a fundoscope and you look. It's a normal fundoscopic exam. Okay. Brilliant. All right. All right. So that, not likely. Um, so migraine and pregnancy. Migraine and pregnancy. Yeah. 
Not preeclampsia. We don't have any evidence for that. Hey, Doc, can you give me something for my headache? It's pretty bad. How much Tylenol did you take earlier today? Um, I just took a gram at, like, noon. It didn't really do anything. That didn't get rid of your your headache? No. That's why I came to the hospital. Right. I told you that. I'm Um, so sorry, Laverne, again. Headache pain. Don't want to give her an NSAID. I, uh, uh uh-oh. I don't know what to do. Pain-wise, for a headache, that's not... She's already taken Tylenol. That hasn't helped. Can we give her oxygen? No, that's not a cluster headache. But what happens if we give her oxygen? That's not going to hurt her. All right, you put a nasal cannula on her, and now she has a nasal cannula on her. Great. It seems like we should think about her her nausea a little bit, see if we can make her feel a little bit better that Mm, way. Yes. Mm. So... It's what time is it now? It's eight p.m. She it's took her now Tylenol. Nine, it's now nine p.m. We can give her another gram of Tylenol. Yeah, and you can give Zofran to Prynambolin. Yes, you can absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. we'll give her some Zofran. Zofran and Tylenol. And okay, let's sit on her. Okay, uh, Nurse Barb here. I'll give her and some water. She gram of Tylenol some and uh, some Zofran. Um, I offered her some water. She said she's like a little too nauseous to drink it right now. Okay. Um, in that case, we don't have IV access in this woman right now. Not yet. Uh, I know they have sublingual Zofran. Nah, screw it. Let's just get the IV. Okay. We put an IV in her. Do you want anything to go into the IV now? Zofran. Zofran. Sure. We'll give her some Zofran. We can give the Zofran and then give her the PO Tylenol and some water. She said she's okay to take some PO Tylenol. She'll try it. Okay. All right. Fast forward... 30 minutes, you come back. She says, hey, doc, my head still really hurts. Tylenol didn't do anything. Has anything else changed? I mean, maybe I'm a little less nauseous, but my head is still killing me. It still hurts. Okay. Um, Let's repeat the neuro exam. Your neuro exam is exactly the same as before. Okay. I mean, it's still only 30 minutes. It's not... We don't do NSAIDs in in pregnancy, right? Like, I'm not making that up. Your attendant comes over and says, "Um, hey, guys, have you fixed your headache yet? Can we... Give her something for her headache. It's a little stronger than Tylenol. It seems pretty bad. I think we should give her something stronger. Okay. Don't think we want to do opioids in pregnancy. Yeah, no. For migraine management. So abortive treatments for migraine. Triptans. But not in pregnancy. Right. Calcium channel blockers. I don't know if those are abortive. I Um, think you also worry about those. those. You're attending butts in and says uh, calcium channel blockers. Probably not going to help stop this now yeah yeah might help prevent it later but right. you probably just didn't hear me say that they aren't abortive but that's fine your attending was just confirming your thought there. oh okay 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 she she wasn't correcting you she, she doesn't saying, appreciate uh, yes oh. you are correct armand thank that you was a, a good thing that you said thank you dr sodium all right stronger than manitol are there like some medications that um off-label use for treatment of migraines that we could maybe use I'm sure that I'm sure there are. I want to say like the H1 blocker, like antihistamines. Do those do anything? Mm-hmm. No. Right. For, for well, I'm drawing a serious blank here. Can we go to our attending right. Dr. Sodium and um, get some help? Or oh, hey, sh- hey, Nurse Barb. Nurse hey, Barb. Nurse hey, Barb Nurse Barb, what do you think? So normally we can we normally give these migraine patients like Reglan or Compazine or you know like one of those antipsychotics or Reglan. Well, yes, but I know some. I know there's that just sparked something in my brain that was like, don't give Reglan. No, do give Reglan. To pregnant patients, but there's something there. There's something there. This is probably what we're going to talk about. I imagine we can give Reglan. Yeah, let's give Reglan. Reglan. Okay, you guys seem moderately confident about that, so we'll go ahead and do it. Yeah, 
And we'll give her some Reglan. Let's Reglan it. One collective dignity and honor. Um, yes. We also just started some IV fluids for her since she said she couldn't drink the water and you guys didn't really offer her anything else. So we just did it for you. I wasn't too worried about her. Yeah. In volume status. Go for it, nurse. Okay. Nurse Barb, we trust you. Okay, so it's now 30 minutes later after the Reglan. You go in and check on her and she says, wow, my headache feels so much better. Oh, man. Yes. Thank you so much. Doctors. I think I'm ready to go home now. Oh, okay, great. Do you say cool? We'll get your discharge paperwork ready and discharge paperwork takes five ever, like usual, and she eventually goes home. Then the next day. Great. The end. So. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. wow. Here it is. I did not My expect that to see. Let's go. <laughs> I thought it was like we read in the paper the next day she had an aneurysm and died on the bus on the way home or something. <laughs> nope. Oh, my God. Nope. Thank God, dude. So, headache and pregnancy. I've seen a few of these. I saw one in my adult EM rotation and one on my peds EM rotation. Mm. 17-year-old. Both migraines. Were they just younger patients? Like, were they younger pregnancies, right? Like 17, um, 22? They're 17 and 22. Yeah. I wonder or, if there's like a correlation, you know, between younger age and headache and pregnancy. Anyway. It, I mean, it's common in general, yeah. but let's talk about it. There's oh, we can a nice 20-page review article, Headache and Pregnancy, a Systematic Review. So I saw a few of these, and it kind of seemed like, in general, a lot of people were unsure of what medications you're allowed to give pregnant people because we're always scared of hurting the fetus. And so I'm not going to go into a lot of detail of how you normally treat migraines because everyone has their own cocktail. In general, Tylenol's great. NSAIDs are great. Reglan, which is metoclopramide, <laughs> is very commonly used because it treats the headache and the nausea instead of giving Zofran and then also a headache thing. You can just get it both in one. Compazine, which is prochlorperazine, an antipsychotic is used often, also helps with nausea and migraines. Uh, Thorazine, which is chlorpromazine, also commonly used oh, for migraines, is, which is another antipsychotic. This is why I got confused. Um, because of the zine. I thought like antihistamine, like, you know, like... No, yeah. uh, antihistamines can be used too. I think it's more so that they can just help them sleep a bit, yeah. mm-hmm. sleep it off. IV fluids typically given. There's another drug called Fioracet, which is a combo of Tylenol and caffeine. And mm-hmm. one other drug that starts with a B, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. That's a common one that I see given. Um, everyone kind of has their own the preference of IV headache cocktails. <laughs> so, but what do we do for pregnant women? And what are the big things that we want to look out for? So first, I want to go over what are we looking for, things to rule out. Mm. I think you guys got them all. I mean, it could be, you know, just a headache, a tension headache, cluster headache. But some of the big things, subarachnoid hemorrhage, ischemic stroke, preeclampsia, and eclampsia, which you guys mentioned. We never said stroke. I will say, you guys did a neuro exam, subarachnoid hemorrhage is a hemorrhagic stroke in a way. You guys mentioned preeclampsia. How pregnant was she? 17 weeks. weeks. When does start? 20 weeks. So you can rule that out there, but if they're greater than 20 weeks, obviously think about it. The other thing you guys, I thought you were going to like specifically say it, you kind of mentioned something related to it, but it's cerebral venous thrombosis because you're hypercoagulable when you're pregnant. CVT. Wow. Other things, idiopathic intracranial hypertension, you guys mentioned pituitary apoplexy, usually more um, related to like... Yeah, like postpartum, postpartum arterial dissection usually going to present with like coronary syndrome tinnitus neuro symptoms of some kind typically mm-hmm. something that was mentioned i believe in the very last episode reversible cerebral vasoconstriction syndrome i did um, and cbt actually too the cerebral venous yeah. thrombosis yeah so those are kind of all the 
big things that you want to look out for. But then what can we use to treat pregnant women with migraines, headaches? First line is always Tylenol. It's the, the safest that we know of. There's actually new data that shows there may be a relationship um, between prenatal exposure to acetaminophen and increased risk of asthma and ADHD in the child. But in general, it's a very safe drug for pregnant women. Aspirin, you can use, but in low doses, less than 100 milligrams per day. Higher doses, especially in the third trimester, are bad because it is an NSAID. It can be associated with premature closure closure of the ductus arteriosus, as well as oligohydramnios. Same thing with NSAIDs. You want to avoid them in the third trimester. They're safe in the second trimester, actually. Caffeine, you can also use. There's a little controversy with moderate to high daily doses of caffeine can be associated with miscarriage, low birth weight, preterm mm. delivery. But a kind of low to moderate intake is typically safe. One thing you guys did mention was triptans. And you guys said not okay in pregnancy. They are okay in pregnancy, actually. Mm-hmm. There have been several studies of triptans that showed that they actually are safe. So sumatriptan, there's a study that showed the risk of major birth defects under sumatriptan exposure is 4.2%. But they concluded that it is no greater risk than not having sumatriptan because uh, risk rates for major birth defects in the general population are 3 to 5%. Oh, okay. So... And what kind of like general birth defects are they talking um, about? You know? So the things yeah. they it's not like just like oh they have some, another hair on their back. <laughs> no, some of the things they mentioned are VSD, ventricular septal defect, pyloric stenosis, chromosomal abnormalities. Okay, all right. Um, so, so like big things. Yes, yeah. major birth defects. Yeah. But in general, they are safe. The downside is you usually don't give them in the ER because they're most effective in like the hour or two after onset. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is you don't want patients to be taking them a lot because if they take it more than two or three times a day, they can get really bad rebound migraines. Mm-hmm. Something that Armand did was oxygen. That's for cluster headaches. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I learned interesting that for, cl- COPD patients. <laughs> for, right. for yeah. cluster headaches is lidocaine, intranasal lidocaine for cluster what? headaches. Um, corticosteroids they're not great in pregnancy because early on yeah. um, can mess with lung maturation. But if it's like a debilitating cluster headache or status migranosis, prednisone or prednisolone are okay to use as alternative medications, not in the first trimester. And keep it alternative. Okay. Alternative there. Like if other things haven't worked, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can use it. But keep the dose as low as possible. Wow. Opioids, you said you can't give them to pregnant women. You can. Typically, they use, quote, weaker opioids, which I think most physicians will not like that phrasing. They suggest tramadol and codeine are good because they are weaker opioids, but it's kind of bad phrasing because we just give more of it because it's weaker. So you can use those to try to minimize the dose if possible and not give it for a prolonged period of time. Obviously, in the ED, you're probably just going to give a one-time dose if you need it. One thing you guys didn't mention, probably good, is ergots, because those are a definite no-no in pregnancy. Quite teratogenic. Other things to use, antiemetics, which you ended up using at the suggestion of Nurse Barb. And mm. So Reglan, which is metoclopramide, is a common one used in any migraines, safe in pregnancy to use. The other two that I mentioned, chlorpromazine and prochlorperazine, are mm-hmm. both used in general population, also safe in pregnancy. There can be 
extrapyramidal side effects or withdrawal symptoms in the fetus if it's taken in the third trimester, but not common. A couple of the other ones, diphenhydramine, you can also use. It can help with nausea a bit, also help some sleep, but it can be associated with sedation and apnea after delivery. This is obviously if you give it later in pregnancy, she's mm. fairly early on, so mm. not as big of a concern. Other H1 blockers, doxylamine, pyridoxine, both can be used without adverse pregnancy outcomes. So those are all the abortive medications that we can use. Basically, the big ones are Tylenol and then those kind of off-label Reglan, Compazine, and that's it. So hopefully, when you see a pregnant patient, you will feel comfortable giving them Reglan or Compazine for their migraine. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's right. Simple, I did straightforward. Yeah, I legitimately did not really know that you had so many options. It's good. I really did think it was like a very, very limited. I don't know. I get scared whenever you think of like anybody other than an adult, anybody other than like the fifty-year-olds that we see all the time, like that age. Uh, everybody else, it's like kids, you know, older than eighty, pregnant ladies, all of those people, and it's like, oh crap, uh, what do we do? I'm not used to this. That's good. Okay, so there's a wide variety of things we can do. Yeah, seems like until you get third and fourth line, most of what you can think of is probably safe. I think what I'm going to take away is go for Tylenol first and then Reglan. You can do Reglan because Reglan is anti-nausea and anti-headache slash migraine. So that's good. All three of those are like all three of the popular ones. Reglan, Chlorpromazine, Prochlorperazine, they're all good for your headaches and nausea, which is why they're very popular. In the ED for migraines. So, so then just what? Like pass over the Tylenol altogether? Unless you... No, no, I feel like you tried I mean, the Tylenol first and then... Try the Tylenol to first. A lot of the times they've already tried Tylenol. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or they're not be able to PO, I guess. Yeah. Then you would go straight it. to those. That's okay. the other thing. I learned. Yeah. All right. That's what I learned. What's one thing you learned, Charlie? Interesting to think about the differential diagnosis. And there were some things we did not consider there, including right. central venous yeah. thrombosis, aneurysm. Yeah, or CVS. Uh, yeah. I think that's okay, though. We, I think we covered the big things. Yep. And yeah, just confirmed that tryptans are generally not something you're going to go for, and you want to think a little bit about what other medications they might be taking, such as anti-epileptics that are problematic in pregnancy, especially for someone first pregnancy who hasn't been to the OB. So check on those boxes. But you can give triptans. That's another thing I learned. Yeah, yeah, I can. thought they were... I, I was on the same yeah, board. I, thought they were, yeah. I, for some reason, thought, like, oh, there's going to have, like, some vasospasm effect, and, like, that's going to mess with your placental yeah. blood uh, supply. Interesting. Okay. Okay, I learned a lot. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Charlie, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you to our producer, Bella, for answering any questions. Our listener in Papua New Guinea, thank you, of course, every time. And thank you for everyone who emailed us. That's a solid zero people there. Except for the mold guy. (laughs) Except for the mold guy. (laughs) Ladies, men, and non-binary friends, if you like this podcast, please share it with two friends and only two. Uh, Leave us a nice review on iTunes and give us five stars like we're like your favorite Uber driver that gives you water and gum. This is pre-COVID, of course. And then heart us and follow us on Spotify. And send us all your good vibes for match, which is March 19th. Anyway, the show notes for this podcast are available at emjccast.com. And if you want to reach out to us, please do that at emjccast at gmail.com. We welcome all, including if you know anything about mold and emergency medicine. It has to do something with emergency medicine. Uh, okay, team, that's it. We will see you soon, everybody. Friendly neighborhood. Med students out. Roll out. Autobots. Roll out. Roll out. Autobots, roll out. <laughs>